Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the BBM Global Network with 25 years in broadcast audio and video production. Our passionate team creates content and marketing for the world of Internet talk radio. If you've got a passion, come join us at BBMGlobalNetwork.com. The BBM Global Network. Your voice is now heard. and think there must be more than this to life are you looking for more joy freedom and purpose in your life this is living a courageous authentic life with your host jennifer monahan many of us may be focused on getting ahead and achieving our goals but we may soon realize that something is missing jennifer was there and now she's here to help you reclaim your personal power find joy and realize your full potential now, please welcome the host of Living a Courageously Authentic Life, Jennifer Monahan. Welcome, everyone. Living a Courageously Authentic Life. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio, and I am your host, Jennifer Monahan. And on today's show, we do have a special guest, but before I introduce our guest, I wanted to just take a minute and talk about what's going on. I've gotten a number of people who have reached out to me, and as many of you know, I have a beautiful home down here in Guatemala. This past Sunday, um, one of the volcanoes in Guatemala, El Fuego, the fire, had a massive explosion. Um, There was no indication that it was going to erupt, and uh, the eruption itself was extremely Um, When it erupted, the lava shot up over 16,000 feet high up into the air, and it mixed water to create an extremely hot, like 1,300 degrees Fahrenheit hot, extremely fast-moving mud-like substance that could go between 100, well, between 50 and 100 miles per hour. And um, since there was no indication that it was going to erupt, wasn't much time for people to respond. Uh, as a result, entire villages were in mud-like substance and destroyed within minutes after the explosion, um, very similar to what happened in Pompeii. And this includes not just the buildings and the structures, but the people as well. So entire communities were wiped out. So right now in Guatemala, they're having a tough time. The volcano continues to have a eruption. People are searching frantically for their loved survivors from catastrophe. So I am asking my listeners, if you feel so moved, please go to redcross.org and um, make a donation. The Red Cross is down here helping people, providing them with the basics, food, water, temporary shelter, clothing, um, 
toiletries, first aid, etc. So I just wanted to let you all know that that's what's going on. I'm fine. I'm far. Um, but every country is raising donations and sending them down there. So without further ado, uh, let me talk a little bit about our guest today. Today's guest is Charlene Jones. And uh, Charlene and I, our paths first crossed Gosh, it's been about two years ago now uh, when my book came out, This Trip Will Change Your Life. Charlene is also an author. She's the author of, of the novel about in reincarnation work and Medicine Buddha, Medicine Mind, which shares how visualization and neuroscience work together. Uh, Charlene has led a very rich and varied life. When she was 20 years old, she found herself in a Tibetan temple in Dehradun, India. And from there, she completed a several-month intensive meditation retreat. Then has asked, how do we bring retreat and the benefits of retreat to our daily world? And specifically, how do we do that so that we're living our life purpose? So, Charlene, welcome to the show. We're glad to have you on on the show today. Charlene, can you hear me? I can. Can you hear me? Jennifer, now, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. I yes, was saying I can. Thank you so much. It's well, a pleasure welcome. and, and an I honor. Know- Thank you. Thank you. I know that our listeners are going to uh, really enjoy our conversation today because what I like about what you are all about is taking taking that spirituality that we get when we do something like a a retreat and bringing it forward into our daily life. Um, So I I thought I'd start off by just talking with you a little bit about retreats and and what is the benefit of a retreat? What does it bring us? Um, What does it look like? Retreat is traditionally, in, in all the religions, all religions, retreat is part of the more intense, a more, a deeper search, a more profound search. And the purpose there is to allow the mind's flood of daily activities. Do I get the stuff to the cleaners? Have I made the lunches? Are the kids going to soccer? Is Johnny feeling better today? What about Mary's problem at school? What about my husband? Have we had time? You know, and all and on and on. It, it gives you a chance to let all of that go. And in a proper re- retreat, mm. it allows you to begin to formulate and then to pursue deeper questions. So the purpose of life may emerge more clearly Mm. in a good retreat. Mm. Traditionally in the East, people had their life as a daily householder, and they raised the children, and then as they became elderly, they went into the temples because that was seen to Mm -hmm. be the time of life when having a retreat would be of most benefit to prepare you for your coming demise. But I believe fully that we need retreat in the middle of our daily lives because our lives are so incredibly fractured. Are you there? Right. Yeah, I am. I'm listening. Yes, yes. Um, It's an interesting... Oh, go ahead. So the pace at which we live and the influx of information that is constantly bombarding us 
to me, are the two factors that indicate we must have some level of retreat. But we don't have to take a week or a month or even a weekend. We don't have to take that time. We can learn to give ourselves small moments, small portions of retreat daily. And this is probably more helpful than anything else. You know, Charlene, I, I can uh, I agree wholeheartedly, and, and I can see the point that you're making. We look back, to your point, if we look back, I don't know, centuries ago, our, our life was very different. We didn't have the craziness. Sure, there were responsibilities, and there were actions that needed to be taken, taken and children that needed to be raised, but our world today is so much faster, and we're so much more connected, which can be a blessing, but at the same time, that connection can be a detriment because we never have that moment of quiet. So whereas hundreds of years ago, at the end of the day, after having dinner, there was a moment of silence almost, or a pause in your life. To exactly. It's harder and harder for people to find that time. Yeah. Exactly, Jennifer. Yeah. Exactly. The point yeah. is that is that the incredible power of social media, the incredible power of electricity, the incredible power of cyberspace, as with all iconic experiences, carries both positive and negative. And the negative, mm -hmm. to some degree, is we don't know how to turn it off. People yes. end up sleeping with their iPhones next to them, which is a complete mistake. Mm -hmm. So I'm saying to all of our listeners and all of your listeners, if you are in a room at night where you have the blue lights and the little blinking lights from the electronic equipment, computers and iPhones, all the rest, move them all out. Darken the room completely because the animal in us needs that darkness. The animal in yeah. us, which we still are, needs mm -hmm. us to instinctively feel rest in a fully darkened condition. You must experience this in Guatemala, Jennifer. I do. I do. It is pitch black the lights off at night. Um, and, and I found that I sleep much better. We are going to take a quick break, Charlene. Uh, when we come back, Charlene's going to talk more about retreats and what it means to be on one's path and what that looks like. If you have any call at 866-451-1451. Stay tuned. Dr. Rob Moyer is the director of the Ocean River Institute, and he is passionate about saving the ocean by helping dolphins suffering from nitrogen pollution. Nitrogen is a dangerous pollutant, affecting our oceans, altering ocean ecosystems, and contributing to global warming. The Ocean River Institute provides opportunities to make a difference and encourages people to go the distance for savvy stewardship of a greater and bluer planet Earth. Partnered with organizations from Massachusetts to Florida, Alaska to the Caribbean, the Ocean River Institute's mission is to foster involvement in conservation and environmental monitoring by facilitating grassroots efforts at local and regional levels. Hello, I'm Rob Moyer of the Ocean River Institute. Please visit our website at oceanriver.org. Sign up for free e-alerts. You may call us at 617-661-6647. Our email address is info at Ocean River. Become informed and then act with us. Thank you. 
Joseph A. Moylan is the owner of Ion Health, which specializes in very unique medical devices. Ion Health offers biomats, alkalife, and frequency machines. Biomats are a far infrared and negative ion emitting FDA approved medical device. With many different sizes available, you can place them on your bed, on a massage table, or on a seat in your car. It is an unobtrusive way to health. Alkalife machines are water ionizers that cleanse and raise the alkalinity of your tap water, making high alkaline water. Frequency machines utilize certain frequencies to kill viruses and bacteria. These devices are safe and effective. Coming from a health-conscious background and studying physiology at the Academy of Natural Health, Joseph A. Moylan has 15 years of experience in the health field and wants to help you live a healthy, long life. Visit www.ionhealthbiomats.weebly.com or call 765-520-2988. Don't let your health go astray. Get in touch today. Welcome back. I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan, and we're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. You're listening to Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and today we have a special guest, uh, Charlene Jones, and we're really talking about how we bring the spiritual, how to bring the retreat part and the benefits of retreat into our daily world and uh, have that help us align to being on our path and living our path. Just before the break, Charlene was explaining the many benefits that retreat brings to us, and and we were starting to get into what being on one's path looks like. And Charlene, first off, welcome. I'd love to hear your perspective of what that is. What does being on one's path look like in your perspective? Well, I'd like to put it up against, and thank you for the question, Jennifer. I'd like to put you, put it up against the ideas that I hear so frequently from our culture that somehow being on your path is going to make your life look like here comes Peter Cottontail hopping down the bunny trail with just, you know, Mm -hmm. flowers and bunnies. And I I mean, I'm so done with all that. It's just a ridiculously infantilized way of looking at life. The fact is life is difficult. The fact is life itself is full of challenges and struggles. There's no way that that's going to change. What being on your path means, you begin to identify, oh, by the way, that thing I keep stumbling over, I have to pick that up and look at it. I have to become conscious of what I'm doing in this area because I keep stumbling around in the dark and wishing it would go away. Now, that can take the shape, for example, of I can't get my career off the ground or I'm having struggles with relationships or my trouble with my children, for example. Any area that you find is a repetitive pattern of, oh, my God, here comes my challenge again, pick it up. That's your path right there. That's what the path is. What's happening is you're on the path, but you're hitting the rocks, and you're thinking it's not the path. You're thinking as soon as those rocks get out of the way, it's all going to be fine. Well, that is true. As soon as you crush those rocks and transform them through the power of patient application of conscious awareness. Let me say that again. As soon as you identify those rocks that are in your path and you begin to crush them so they transform under the patient power of conscious awareness. And that's what will happen to those struggles that you're having, but you must apply consciousness. You must ask yourself the question, what am I doing to contribute to this? How is it I don't know enough about this? Where can I find out more about this? Who do I go and speak to about this? I'm in a pattern. I need to change it. 
That is your path. And then as soon as you've done that, the rock goes away, and now you take another step without an obstacle, and then then there's another one. (laughs) Or at least if you've had a life like mine, that's what you find. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I've I've often said, uh, both in my writing and, and on this show that those, you know, the, the stones or the, the, the boulders that come across our, our path as we're, we're living life are opportunities for us to grow and learn and deepen our own consciousness. Um, and I agree with you. There's, there's no spiritual being a spiritual person or being connected to yourself and being authentic and living your authentic life doesn't mean that everything's going to be all, you know, roses and apple pie. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Now, if we look at two different men from East and from West, what did the Buddha say? (laughs) He said, be, be said after enlightenment, He said, before enlightenment, there is suffering. But after enlightenment, Mm -hmm. there is suffering, but no one suffering. So it stops being, I'm being victimized. I'm being pointed out to have this poisonous experience. It's my fault. I did something wrong. It stops being that. And it starts being, oh, wait a minute. This is a difficulty for a lot of people. How can I explore it? This is what life has brought me. And what Joseph Campbell said, was it Joseph Campbell? No, Carl Jung said, was if you understood suffering, you would not suffer. Now, that's very intriguing. If you understood suffering, you would not suffer. Meaning the same thing, I believe, is what the Buddha is said to have said. Everybody says the Buddha says something. The Buddha likes chocolate ice cream. He says it's the best. I mean, everybody (laughs) says something about what the Buddha said. I think Carl Jung, we got a better chance of actually getting a verbatim on the guy. But I think the ideas are similar, whether it came from the Buddha or from a bunch of his uh, cohorts, I don't really mind. It's the idea that as long as you identify the suffering as yours, this is Mm -hmm. my personal suffering and no one else has ever had it, now you're in trouble. Yes. Now you're in a particular kind of suffering. And you see, in retreat, again, what will happen is your brain will slow down enough and your brain will go into what's called default mode network. Um, As you know, I I play around with neuroscience. The default mode network is being discovered to be the area where creativity takes place and where a lot of our identity is formed. There's all kinds of things that are being attributed to it. But here's what I do know about it is that it's a rest from whatever those continual circles in your head of this is me, this is who I am, this is what's happened to me, this is what's happened to me yesterday, now it's happening to me again, and how do I get out of it happening in the future? And all the other continual repetitive Mm -hmm. patterns that go Mm -hmm. on in the mind, which is it's By the way, that's a perfectly healthy way for the mind to work. I want to make this point because people don't understand meditation. The mind racing along like that is not, there's nothing wrong with that. That isn't an aberration. You don't have a pathology. You don't have Mm -hmm. to run around. And the problem is that we haven't developed enough energetic impression in the other part of our brain that just watches that and lets it go. That's meditation. Meditation uh, helps that. When you learn to let that rattling, you know, it's like a Jack Russell dog, carry on, but you're not caught in it. And more and more, you become less and less right. interested. Carry on. You have something to say, not, I think. Yeah, no, I was going to say, what you're, I, that's a really great point, because our mind is always going to do that. But the trick, mm-hmm. what you're saying here is the trick is to not connect to it and hold on to it and make it 
truth. That's right. And this is what yeah. we learn from neuroscience, which is that neurons that fire together wire together. So when we go into retreat or when we take retreat during our daytime, we learn to unwire, we learn to focus differently. We can focus it. We take 10 minutes a day and focus on the tree outside your window. That's it. That's your retreat. And what mm-hmm. you're doing there is teaching yourself to focus differently. As you begin to focus differently, okay. you will find that your path begins to rise for you. Okay. And I think this is a great place for us to take another quick break, Charlene. Uh, if any of the listeners have questions for, for Charlene, give us a call at 866-451-1451. We will be right back. Stay tuned. For over 50 years, Evelyn Stapula has been a loving advocate for people with disabilities throughout the state of Pennsylvania. President and founder of Big Heart Bridges, her organization actively campaigns for legislation and support of civil liberties that meet the needs of disabled individuals with housing, transportation, and employment. Ms. Dupula has joined forces with a variety of esteemed organizations that advocate for the disabled. She serves on the board of the United Cerebral Palsy of Pittsburgh and the Governor's Cabinet and Advisory Committee for People with Disabilities, and she is a consultant for the Pennsylvania Governor's Conference for Women. Her many efforts have led to the implementation of a transportation program for the disabled with the Access Paratransit System of Allegheny County. Evelyn Stapoulis drives daily to serve the interests of the disabled, to protect their freedoms, and enable them to live normal public lifestyles. To learn more, please call 412-491-2605 or email Evelyn at ers92645 at verizon.net. Attorney Renee Marie Smith is changing the way we sell real estate. She wrote a series of books called My Short Sale Guru Guides for all real estate practitioners. Whether you're a homeowner wanting to understand the process, an agent who has been handling short sales for years, or an industry analyst wanting to know how short sales impact your business, Renee uses her vast real estate experience to take a comprehensive look at the recent market phenomena while relaying it in an easy-to-understand format. Through her company, Smith Title Services, Renee has counseled thousands of short sale participants and processed in excess of a thousand short sales. Her knowledge is transformational for real estate professionals and laymen alike, and her live presentations provide people the opportunity to ask specific questions about their issues. Buy her books and schedule her to speak at your next event. Visit www.smithtitleservices.com or call 305-705-3428 or email her at renee at smithtitleservices.com. Isn't it time to sell your property today? Learn the My Short Sale Guru way. Welcome back. I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan, and we're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. You're listening to Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and today we have special guest Charlene Jones, who's talking with us about how to bring the benefits of retreat into our daily world so that we are living on our life path. And just before the break, Charlene was explaining... um, And quite well, I thought that when we're living our path, when we're walking on our path, when we are connected with our authentic selves, that doesn't mean that we're not going to have sufferings and troubles and problems. Those are always part of everyday life. And uh, part of living on our path is recognizing when we're having those problems and then working to uh, not just identify, but release them. Charlene, you know, you were talking quite a bit about what being on your life path looks like. But what about uh, being on, you know, what does it mean when your path ends? What does it end in? 
Well, there are different ways in which we might perceive the past. For example, uh, a path may change just in the same way that trees, for example, you go up along the trunk of a tree and it branches out and then that branch ends and another branch comes off it. And so you may start out in one direction knowing that this is very true and then lo and behold, five or ten years later, you find, oh, wait a minute, the rumblings inside of my psyche and the changes in the material world around me are indicating that I must go in this other direction, and you go in that direction, and sure enough, that is your path at that time. Uh, the ultimate end of path is, uh, of course, uh, that you live your life in a certain level of uh, quiet contentment. I do believe that th- those are uh, little tiny words that we often, often disregard We think that being on our path, being on our spiritual journey, oh, man, I'm going to be a thought leader. I'm going to have 20 million people following me. Mm. I mean, my golly. Yeah, that's going to happen to some people. But I also believe that if you knew what those people have to work with, you wouldn't want it anyway. So what happens is you start to become more deeply contented with what there is that works in your life because you've worked hard for it. And you start grasping as much for what is not there. You start appreciating, oh, this is what I have. And so we go to gratitude. So the path does lead to a state of conscious gratitude, working with gratitude. And because of that, there is an opening toward the real treasures of life, taking those 10 minutes every day. You know, Jennifer, you said some very moving things about the people who are experiencing the results of the volcano, not... 10 hours from where you are. Well, those people don't have 10 minutes a day. Please. They don't have 15 seconds. They're busy. And so to know that if you can take 10 minutes a day of quiet, enjoying uh, a bit of nature or something that calms your mind, that that is a gift in your life and that you open that gift and you become more and more present to the gifts that are present in your life. And that's where the path does lead. The qualities, and this is in a sense answering the question, how to know you're making spiritual progress. And that is there are three qualities Mm -hmm. that rise in your life. Increased joy, increased Mm -hmm. clarity, and increased non-clinging awareness. So you're Mm. not as nearly as caught up in what happened yesterday and what the results of that may be in creating a story about that or in the future, what may be coming. Instead, your awareness is in where am I I right now? Yeah. And again, the efforts toward that are a gift. Yes. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no, I was going to say, you know, Eckhart Tolle's book, The Power of Now, there's so much truth in that. When we are present in the moment, we have, I mean, those other two things come naturally, right? Because the majority of our moments, I mean, for anybody who's listening right now, unless they are having a volcano spew lava and ash onto their home, like like yes. what's going on here in Guatemala. But for most of us, we're sitting at a desk right now, or maybe we're at our kitchen table or outside. It's a peaceful moment. And if we're present right then and there, we have joy, we have clarity, because we're not actually suffering in this moment right this second. The hardest part of that, I think, is the epidemic that is true in North America and maybe in other parts of the world, I think Western Europe, that go along with our culture, and that's the epidemic of depression. And that's Mm. like living with a mouthful of ash. 
So all I would say to people who may be listening who have depression is take an interest in the depression. Try to see if it is a slightly hmm. different depression today than it was yesterday. As soon as you become interested, you are feeding something positive in yourself. And even if you are interested in depression, rather than simply repeating the same terrible thoughts to yourself of like, I'm always going to be like this, it's always going to be like this, it's not going to get any better, which is one of the hallmarks of deeper depression. Instead of that, take 10 minutes to ask yourself, if I breathe more deeply, what happens? Become a bit of a scientist. Mm. Explore this state of consciousness. Depression has happened to so many millions of people. Why is this different for me? Keep it moving with a right. state of curiosity if you can, even for those 10 minutes a day, and you will find things start to shift. That's and really shift, powerful, Charlene. Shift is one of the things yeah. that gets you away from depression because depression does not have shift in it. So you create the shift by looking at it differently, by saying, is it a different color today? You know, when I experienced depression, it mm -hmm. went for years. And I was taught by a very good teacher. She said these things to me. She said, look, is it a little bit different today than yesterday? Take an interest in the depression. Don't try to push it away. It's here. Don't try to mm. get an, a source for it and fix it all at once. That's not going to work either. Just take an interest in what is arising because that is being yeah. present. And if what is present is anxiety, go for a walk. Have a cold shower. Right. Do something that shifts right. the anxiety if depression. And very often, of course, we confuse depression and grief. And that's because we do not understand the power of grief and how grief needs a few yeah. years. You have to give yeah. grief its yeah. due. You know, it's interesting about that approach, Charlene, just as you're talking about it, when you start to look at it and take interest in it, as you just recommended, the depression no longer becomes something that is fully immersed in you. It's something almost separate from you that you can observe. That's right. And I think that's, that all, yeah, it starts to break that link of I am depression versus I am suffering from or I have depression. And depending on the day, it could be different. Interesting. Exactly. Okay. Okay. We are going to take another quick break here. Uh, if anybody has any questions, give us a call at 866-451-1451. When we come back, Charlene, I'd love to start start looking at how how to bring spirituality and meaning into our work life so stay tuned folks we'll be right back do you battle with weight loss there is a solution founder of weight no more consulting deborah simons can help you lose weight safely and effectively through weight loss surgery i know i had the surgery two years ago and i am 135 pounds lighter and medication free this full-service weight loss center caters to your every need as you navigate to a healthy weight following surgery. Servicing all of Canada, Weight No More Consulting takes pride in its compassionate care and guides you through each step before and after surgery. Starting with informational meetings, Weight No More Consulting educates each potential client before they decide to have surgery on the health risks of obesity and the various weight loss surgeries available. After surgery, Weight No More Consulting provides a solid support system with ongoing meetings to ensure continued success. Deborah Simons and Weight No More Consulting are committed to promoting your health and wellness through maintaining a healthy weight 
for life. Do you ever wonder why certain things are happening in your life? How to start a business or a new direction? Need answers? Astrologer Bonnie Perbula can help you reveal your true self and gain strength and focus so you can achieve greater joy and success. Working with a natal birth date, time, and location, Bonnie brings out qualities to aid you in getting the best from your life. She can help you unlock dormant traits to bring you greater awareness. Bonnie also conducts public speaking engagements to educate aspiring astrologers on their journey to the stars. A gifted artist, Bonnie bridges her talents and recently launched a line of Astro Bears, uniquely created in colors of individuals' astrology charts. She also makes one-of-a-kind necklaces of crystal beads and woven thread. To learn more about the world of Bonnie Prabula, go to BonnieGPrabula.com. And for astrology consulting, visit AstrologyConsultants.com or call or email her at 808-526-1536 or BonnieGP at AOL.com. Welcome back. I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan, and we're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. You're listening to Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and today we've got a special guest, Charlene Jones, on the call, and she is talking about bringing the spirituality of retreats into our day-to-day life. Charlene, it is great to have you here. I know we've been talking a bit about what retreats are and what it means to be on your path and what happens when your path changes. One of the things that I know my listeners are really interested in is uh, finding work that is meaningful and spiritual at the same time. What is your perspective on that? Is there a way to find work that fulfills our, our spirit needs? Definitely. And I'm going to tell you the, t- the tough truth of this, because what happens mm-hmm. if you take this on fully is you will find yourself up against survival anxiety and you will experience a fear and a terror. You see, our collective believes that the money is in the banks. Our collective mm-hmm. believes this with mm-hmm. a kind of hypnotic power. And if you look at the way cities are built now, instead of the churches having the highest spire, meaning God, or a higher energy is Mm -hmm. really what we're praying toward, we see that bankers and bank investment banks and insurance companies have the highest towers. And that is an outer symbol of what we've done internally. We've said that the banks and the money are really what matters. So if you really want to make a change in your life, you're going to have to take that monster on if you're going to be an extremist as I am. If you, if you say to yourself, mm-hmm. you know, I might as well experiment mm-hmm. with this because the only thing that's going to happen is I'm going to die. And if I fail at this experiment, then I know that all the other things I believe is hooey. And I can start living the way, the mechanistic way that everybody else does, which is how I got there. I went, okay, I've got to put this up against, I've got to put myself up against the wall here. So taking on, if you know what you feel you are born to do and taking it on, you're mm-hmm. going to face the dragon. Mm-hmm. That's going to tell you you can't do it. And it's going to tell you you're going to lose everything. And you may. You may, in fact, lose a lot of material stuff. And that may lighten your load. You may feel joyful in that, or you may not. Now, that's a very extreme picture that I'm painting here. I just wanted to put that one out there. Because for a lot of people, what they miss is captured in a little story. And some of you may know what this story already There's a man watching as a cathedral is being built, and he sees a worker come by with a wheelbarrow full of bricks. And he says to the worker, so what is it that you you do? What is your job? 
And this worker says, mm-hmm. I have to haul this like a slave every day. This is all I do. Nobody pays attention to me. I don't get any, any joy out of this. And it's just a terrible job. And off he goes. And then the second man comes by or woman comes by with a wheelbarrow full of bl- bricks. And our man in the story mm-hmm. or woman in the story mm-hmm. says to this person, and what is the job that you have? Well, my job is involved in helping to get some of that, you know, but it's not really the job I want to be doing. I want to be doing something else, but I do this because it's the only way I can make money and I'm kind of trapped. And off that one goes. And the third person who's wheelbarrowing bricks toward the cathedral is approached by our person. And our person says, and what is it that you do for a job? And the person with the wheelbarrow number three smiles beautifully and says, I have the honor of being part of these people who are building that beautiful cathedral. I'm creating, helping create a piece of artwork and a spiritual uh, retreat center. So if you see yourself in the light of the first wheelbarrow person and you're negative all the time about your work, you've got two choices. One is to get out and do something else, and the other one is to change who's running your wheelbarrow. Because we all contribute. Now, there are some jobs that I think contribute more directly to things that I would consider to be difficulties and negativities in the world. But if you work in a hospital and you're cleaning floors, or you work in a university as a receptionist, or if you work in a bank tower, there are ways to look at your work that allow you to see yourself as that third person. You're contributing to something much larger that is important. So that, in that way, what you're doing is bringing the spiritual into your work as it is. Now, I want to tell you something here that is extremely important, and if you get nothing else from today, this is what I want you to get. Love is the most transfor- transformative catalyst we know. Love. As soon as you love something, it starts to change. Now, that doesn't mean mm. just negative things, but it can be negative things. In other words... If you love, if you've been keeping something to you, like a job, and you've been keeping it to you because you hate that job, then it's going to stick like glue. But the minute you turn yourself and soften yourself and say, you know what, there are benefits to this job, I have to change, I have to become a better person in terms of being softer and more, as soon as you turn with an attitude of love, loving kindness, metta, all the words that the... To, to be, typical Buddhists say, if you use that and, and you really get there and you really have to have that, you will find that it will change. It will automatically change. It will transform because what we're living in is not a solid linear reality. We all believe because of Newton that the reality around us is solid and forever permanent. And that is not true. The reality around us actually vibrates. Everything is vibrating. All the, I'm looking at a bunch of trees right now at my window, and the window, the blinds, the walls, the trees, everything, as soon as I think about it, I understand they're all vibrating. And they vibrate at a certain level. And if I put love to the vibration and keep asking for response from the universe, from my higher energy, now I'm in a really powerful position. So what happened in my world was I was working as a teacher at a college, and I I was bored. 
which is really dangerous for me because I want to start revolutions when I'm bored. I get very, <laughs> I get very active about my boredom. <laughs> and I was bored, and I felt very disappointed that after all the adventuring and the high world and the venturing, and it, some of the adventures were very dangerous and very painful, and I had to work a long time to get out of them. But the adventurous life I'd had, I thought, Jesus, is this all it's going to be for the next 20 years? And as soon as that thought rose, I went, okay, so now I know it's going to change. And in spite of it being a government job, which everyone assured me, you never get rid of a government job in Canada. Once you have a government job in Canada, you're secure forever. In spite of that, Mm -hmm. I was one of a quarter of the faculty who were laid off because the president had made a $10 million error. Quarter of the faculty in one fell swoop got laid off. The impossible happened. But that's that's what happens in my life because I understand this other thing. And we're going to hold that thought, Charlene. We're going to take another quick break here. When we come back, we can continue talking about that. And I think that's a great segue into why sometimes retreats go bad, too. So if anybody has a question, give us a call at 866-451-1451. Stay tuned. Essential Nutrients, LLC, is the brainchild of entrepreneur Barbara Burns. Inspired by a desire to help others, Barbara worked with a team of scientists to develop unique nutritional liquid supplements with the goal to improve the quality of your life. Glucosamine, zinc, and calcium are essential to well-being, and this is the focus of Essential Nutrients, LLC. Whether you're a professional athlete, weekend warrior, student, business owner, or homemaker, Essential Nutrients offers products for everyone, including the family pet. And they're easy to take, no pills. Health requires commitment, exercise, a good diet, proper supplementation, and action. So take action today and get your supply of essential liquid nutrients by visiting www.essential-liquids.com. Don't put off your health any longer. Take essential products today and start to measure the difference. Are you looking for employment and live in Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties? Jobs Annex is the place for you. Are you an employer looking to fill a position or quite a few positions in Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties? Jobs Annex is for you. Employers, JobsAnnex.com is your resource for career-minded people. JobsAnnex.com is the convenient place for job seekers and employers to hook up and move forward. Jobs Annex has been serving Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties for over 14 years. Jobs Annex is a former employment search firm. We've evaluated many thousands of resumes and we understand what employers want and what job applicants need to be successful in their interviews. At Jobs Annex, we provide you with the tools to tell your story for free. Our resources at JobsAnnex.com will help each applicant construct an award-winning resume, an eye-catching cover letter, and key interview questions to ask in various types of interviews. Best of all, it's free. JobsAnnex.com. That's J-O-B-S-A-N-N-E-X.com. Welcome back. I'm your host, Jennifer Monaghan, and we're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. Life. And today, our special guest, Charlene Jones, is talking about how you bring the spiritual forward into your life. Um, you know, this idea of taking a retreat, whether it's a 10-minute day each day or uh, longer retreats, but how do you bring that forward? And just before the break, Charlene, you were saying how when we approach something uh, that we don't like with love, or anything for that matter, with love, things start shared an incredible example of how you were let go from a job that, a government job that basically, that was unprecedented 
an unprecedented thing. How does that relate? You know, our, our minds are very powerful. You said everything vibrates, and I agree with that. That mindset, that attitude, we can bring that into a retreat as well and not have a positive adi- uh, positive experience on a retreat, right? Well, the trouble there, first, the first thing that people make a mistake about is they don't question the person who's leading the retreat. And I give you the example of James Ray. James Ray was in that movie, The Secret, uh, that was written, Mm -hmm. uh, put together and produced by a woman named Byrne, B-Y-R-N-E, from Australia. And the problem there was James Ray himself was caught up in exaltation and the mind above everything. And if you just put your mind to it, you can do it. It will all change. And, And a kind of will, a willpower of domination, And so he took people out into the Arizona desert Mm -hmm. and refused to give them water and then put them in a teepee and made them have a sweat. Well, I've done sweat with with traditional um, leaders. Two people died. Now, I have to tell you that James Ray himself, of course, was clearly out of his instinctive body, but so were the people who followed him into retreat. Because if you are in Mm -hmm. your instinctive body and you pay attention to what your body is telling you, as well as you question the person who's in retreat and you say to them, this is how I feel. This is what I'm concerned about. What will you do if this happens? What will you be asking of me? Will I have to do? And run all your concerns by them, especially if you're going for several days of a retreat. But we don't. We just assume that these people know what they're doing. Well, I have to tell you, there are very few people who know what they're doing. And one of the ways that I have been really appalled at my colleagues who run retreats is nobody does follow-up. Nobody Mm. says, I'll be here by my phone for two weeks. Do not make a life decision. If you've been in retreat for a week, one of the things that might happen is you might get a sudden impulse that you're going to clean something up over in that corner of your life, and you're going to just give it a quest, give it an answer. And No, don't do that. Just keep watching. You see? So there are certain things, Mm -hmm. certain warnings, certain behaviors that if you've been around retreat a lot, as I have in my for about fifty five years, that you know and and there's too few people who have that kind of turn on it. So there you can have a bad experience. The other thing that can happen is if you go in and you don't, if it's a silent retreat, and I have to tell you that by my definition, if you are going in for a day, a weekend, a week, and it is not silent, it is not retreat. And this is really? the one that cuts the wheat from the jaff. Yeah, it's not retreat. It's a social gathering where you're going to be meditating for half an hour or an hour. You're going to be doing some yoga, and then you're going to keep talking. Mm-hmm. Well, if you keep talking, what you're doing is running your usual patterns of assuring yourself of who you are and that you're a nice person and you're listening to someone else assure you of who they are. That's what's going on. There's no room then to go deeper into your own being. And there's a good reason why these retreats are popular because to go deeper into your own being, some of the caca may hit the fan. Some of the ways in which you feel inadequate and insecure – some of your deeper emotional, unresolved issues, some of the ways your parents and your family of origin, God love them, you're still alive, they, kept, they did their job, but you, they didn't necessarily take care of your heart and your feelings. So all of that can come up. 
you see? Yeah. And so what we call a bad result is actually not a bad result, but unless the retreat person who's leading understands that this is one of the results of a retreat, is a psychotherapeutic response. And that is another thing that is not held with enough respect. We need retreat leaders who can do both, who can meditate deeply and take people into meditation, but at the same time who understand when it's a psychological response and what to do with that. You see? So if you don't have that, and most people don't, they meditated for five years and they think, now I'm going to go off, this is easy, I'm just going to take people into retreat. Oh my God. I would say to people, do not go into retreat with anyone who has less than 35 years experience. Ask them who they studied with. Ask them what they do on a daily basis. And ask them about their personal lives. What kind of financial shape Mm. are you in? What kind of personal, interpersonal life do you have with your family? And and dig deep, dig deep. Are they walking the talk is what you're saying. That's exactly what I'm saying, Jennifer. Are they just out there selling you, right? And my own teacher, who was a contentious and horrible human being, but a great healer. Now, this is the paradox. And he used to say, I'm selling water by the river, you know. And he was. Mm. I'm writing about that in my memoir. And he was... He, was a, he wow. was a healer, there's no doubt in my mind, and he was a horrible human being at the same time. I say yes to both of it. Had I known about his horrible side, okay. would I have followed him? Probably not. I didn't know about right. it until right. years after. So you need to really do your study, do your work, get into it, talk to this person who you are seeing. I have a regular meditation group down at the local uh, yoga studio, and they come every Wednesday. It'll be tonight for a half an hour. And you know what? That's retreat. It's retreat in a safe public area. We're quiet, silent. Everybody's retreating. And we've got a lovely group of people who are coming back repeatedly. We laugh a lot. It's genuinely warm. And and everyone is starting to feel the benefits of this. Group work together is really powerful in meditation and in retreat. But I would suggest if you're going to go in for any period of time, do your homework. Drill that person. Find out who they are before you put your money down. You know, Charlene, that is, yeah, excellent, excellent advice, right? Because I think as human beings, we we look to people and say, oh, that person is so much better than me. They must know what they're talking about. We're going to take another quick break here when we come. Oh, gosh, at our last segment of the show already. But we're going to hear a little bit more from Charlene before we wrap up today. So stay tuned. There are artists and then there's Alice Asmar. This award-winning artist has spent her entire life devoted to her artistic pursuits and has had a lifelong fascination with American Indians of the southwestern United States. Her book, Dance to the Great Spirit, showcases her drawings and paintings inspired by sacred rituals of the Pueblo Indians and four of her lithographs are in permanent collection at the National Museum of American History and the Smithsonian Institution in Washington, D.C. She is one of four artists in the United States to win a Woolley Fellowship for study in Paris at L'Ecole des Beaux-Arts and has been featured in numerous publications. She's exhibited at the world's most prestigious museums and galleries and recently won a 20-year service award from the Burbank City Council and the inaugural art competition of the Foundation of the United States in Paris. Visit www.asmarart.com, www.aliceasmarinternational.com and email alice at aliceasmar at aol.com. 
Are you looking for employment and live in Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties? Jobs Annex is the place for you. Are you an employer looking to fill a position or quite a few positions in Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties? Jobs Annex is for you. Employers, JobsAnnex.com is your resource for career-minded people. JobsAnnex.com is the convenient place for job seekers and employers to hook up and move forward. Jobs Annex has been serving Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties for over 14 years. Jobs Annex is a former employment search firm. We've evaluated many thousands of resumes and we understand what employers want and what job applicants need to be successful in their interviews. At Jobs Annex, we provide you with the tools to tell your story for free. Our resources at JobsAnnex.com will help each applicant construct an award-winning resume, an eye-catching cover letter, and key interview questions to ask in various types of interviews. Best of all, it's free. JobsAnnex.com. That's J-O-B-S-A-N-N-E-X.com. Welcome back. You're listening to Living a Courageously Authentic Life. I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan, and we're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. And on today's show, we're talking about how to bring spirituality forward into your day-to-day life and align it with your path, your life path and purpose. Uh, Charlene, you have been a wonderful guest and I think have provided a lot of great information for our listeners in Thank the, you, the Jennifer. Short it's been an honor and an opportunity. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You are welcome. I'm so glad you're able to be on the show. And I know we have just a few minutes left. I, I think the question I'd love to wrap up our conversation with today is, how do you know when you're making spiritual progress in your daily life? How can you tell? You feel better. You just feel better. You feel more joy, more clarity. Mm-hmm. You're less, less caught, less stuck. Things flow. You have more energy. And, of course, non-clinging awareness. Those three qualities will guide you. Okay. So clarity, joy, and non-clinging awareness. That's is, right. Is there any? Is there anything that we should be aware of and shed from, like, what the cultural expectations are to help? I would just like to say to people, watch your breathing. Breathe deeply several times a day. One of the epidemics in our culture is people stop breathing. As soon as they start to focus and concentrate, they stop breathing. If you can beat that, you will be well on your way to all of the things we talked about today. A more increased spiritual life, a more authentic life, more on your path, and more joy, clarity, and non-clinging awareness. Also, focusing on breath gets you out of your head. (laughs) Mm. Good point there, too. Yeah, and it sounds so simple, but I know in practice it is much more, uh, I'll, I'll use the word difficult, because we have to be aware in order to do that. Yeah, you have to keep yeah. playing with it because you'll drop off and you'll think, oh, I didn't do it. And then you try it again, you try it again, you try it again. And you have to keep just trying and you'll get there. Okay, great. Charlene, uh, again, I appreciate you being on the show. I know you've written a couple books, and uh, you have one in the works as well. Do you want to talk about any of your books? Sure, I'd love to, Jennifer. The first one is a novel called The Stain, and it's about uh, three different women whose lives reflect the same karmic knot. 
and it's available through my website, www.soulsciences.net, soulsciences.net. And on that site is also my uh, nonfiction book called Medicine Buddha, Medicine Mind, in which I explore the theme between when we visualize, when we use our mind to create pictures, and what neuroscience has to say about that. And that ability to visualize, of course, is a kind Mm. of meditation. So I'm exploring meditation and neuroscience. So we have more sense of how our brains can work and how we can help them work. Uh, I have a couple of anthologies of poetry uh, up there as well. Bliss Pig is one of them. (laughs) And uh, I'm working on my memoirs. And the memoir should be out either the end of this year or into next year, early next year. It's called My Impossible Life because it has been absolutely (laughs) impossible. (laughs) It's been a journey. You've, You've definitely had a journey. Um, and, uh, and, yeah, and uh, you have your, your fair share. <laughs> I seem to be here laughing about it, yeah. and that's the main thing. <laughs> Thanks again, well, Jennifer. It's been a joy and a pleasure, as always, to chat with you. Oh, and I've loved having you on the show, Charlene. And I truly appreciate your perspective on how we can bring that spirituality into our day-to-day life. How we need to be... I'll say more responsible when we are going on retreat, when we're going to a physical retreat and making sure that what we're doing on that retreat really sits well with us and feels right in our bodies. So uh, I think this has been extremely helpful, Charlene. Uh, For my listeners out there, if you wanted to call in but weren't able to, shoot me an email at admin co with your questions and um, I can forward them on over to Charlene and while we're talking about retreats check out my retreat which is coming up in the middle of July down here in Guatemala I hope everybody has a great week and we'll catch up with you next week this has been living a courageously authentic life with host Jennifer Monahan. Listen each week as Jennifer helps you get down to the core of who you are, discover and connect to your inner spark, and bring that forward consistently and consciously in your day-to-day life. Here on Jennifer Monahan's Living a Courageously Authentic Life. been listening to the BBM Global Network. The ideas, views, and opinions of this broadcast are those of the participants of the program and are not necessarily the ideas, views, and opinions of the BBM Global Network Company. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.